everybody, Doug is back today. And, and we're back. Doug's back. Everybody <laughs> likes the podcast again because Doug's back. But if Doug's not here, we're, no one likes we're it. We're back. We're making it happen. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry. It's a cliff bar that I stuffed in my pocket because I ran out the door. I can't believe you. I know. You know what the number one ingredient, Chris, is? Uh, Diabetes. Cliff. <laughs> cliff? Cliff bar. I mean, let's which see, one is let's that? See. The is the, uh, let's see. This is the peanut butter, crunchy peanut butter. They're so good. Uh, total fat, 8 grams. Total carbohydrates, 40. Total sugar, 17. A little high. Protein, 11. Um, you know, you've got some uh, rolled oats, brown rice how much, syrup. How much sugar? Total sugar? 17. 17. I mean, no, it's like a little more than a yogurt. I mean, whatever. It's what I kind of look at. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's like in the grand scheme of things. And I know everyone's like, there's so many carbohydrates in it. But like, honestly, for me, I, didn't like I could kind of use how that. How many carbs in it? 40. 40? Yeah. I mean, that's not. But like in, yeah. It's not like I'm having a piece, like a, an entire pizza tonight for dinner. I started following this guy. I think he's, his handle is Joey Wellness on Instagram. Must know what he's doing. Must, you know, he's a, he proselytizes a little bit but mostly he just takes foods that a lot of people eat and will tell you how much sugar's in them uh-huh. and then he'll put like a glass on a scale and, and then, then pour, pour the sugar that sugar in into a glass until you see how much is in it oh wow and let me tell you it's 17 grams ain't nothing uh, not a lot <laughs> compared to like a coca-cola grams? oh my gosh just boom yeah but get, like, let's give me an example what's like the most shocking thing you've seen with mm-hmm. him pour I mean, like, soda is aggressive. Of course. I don't know how, yeah. you know, do you remember in um, in high school you took chemistry? Uh, Doug, I took chemistry in the community <laughs> because I was a remedial student in those types of things. But I mean, yes, you, but I you do remember, remember chemistry, Yes, right? I do remember chemistry. Like yeah. you had, you know, test tubes and beakers. Oh, and yeah. The Bunsen burner. Big fan of that. Stuff, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Anything with fire. High school. And, um, let's go. And I remember certain times like you would take a a solution and then you would try to dissolve stuff in it and you oh, would yeah. like see how much it could hold. Yeah. It was called the sludge project for us. A big right? jar of stuff. You have to distill it. Yeah. Down. And like how much, it, how much of the dissolved solid it could hold. Yeah. And if, I think in like a two liter bottle of soda, if you took like a 16 ounce, like a pint glass. Yeah. 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 It's like three quarters or more full of sugar in a two liter bottle of soda. Oh my gosh. It's like, how does it hold it? It's all? like, how does it, how does it stay in there? <laughs> Have you seen the guy on YouTube that, like, the chug dude, the the big gigantic guy that chugs liquid? No, bro. It, I, I mean, the man is clearly not well. Not may, maybe he's emotionally well, <laughs> but physically, he doesn't look well. Um, and probably because <laughs> of what he chugs, he, you know, the stuff Prime. Have you seen Prime? It's okay if you haven't. Are those it probably like energy drinks? Yeah. Probably like, means do you I don't see have those a in the grocery store? They're like red, boy. white, and blue cans? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I want to drink one of those real bad. Yeah. But I, re- I resist because I know that it's just appealing to my, like, that's a bomb pop. Yeah, dude. Like, that's the ice cream truck guy. Yeah. I want to drink So what they've thing. done is it's like, I forget. I think it's some athletes, some professional athletes started Prime, and it's supposed to be sort of this energy drink or like Gatorade type thing. But what they do to draw the kids in is basically kids. do these so flavors. Global. It is. <laughs> these flavors with like limited runs where the only – and then on the, the bottle has a specific graphic or so. My son will come and be like, Dad, you know, I found the 
moon boost one or the glowberry one and this this one glows in the dark and I'm like what you're like great you grab it punch a hole with a screwdriver smash the driveway <laughs> it's there you crazy. go son there's that and then there's like um my daughter she she saw this thing called circle have you seen the circle water bottles oh my gosh dude what is it it's a water bottle it's a janky water bottle right I'm sorry if you guys own Circle. We don't have enough listeners that anyone be. Do people? Owning some, I mean, I know someone owns it. Someone listening can be owning Circle. Could what? Someone's listing owns this company. No, okay. that's what I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm saying, but like, it's just plastic water bottle, right? And then inside of it has this cartridge, and you basically put crystal light. Yeah. Think of it like that. And yeah. it's supposed they're marketing it like it helps you stay hydrated. But on this thing, I got my daughter one for her birthday because she was all excited for one. You can adjust the flavor by a scale of one through, guess what, Doug? A million. Nine. One to nine. <laughs> like, get out of here. It's not like one, two, or three. It's one to nine. Let's make it one to I seven. I tried and it on a three yeah. and was like, Ain't no way. This is too, way too sweet. Too much sauce. It's insane. All that to be said, I just find it amazing what people will do, you know, to make a buck off at the expense of people's health. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, really, the margin on those things is amazing. Oh my gosh. Sugar is really cheap. Yeah. And they're selling the water bottle. It costs nothing for them to make. And then, the, you know, you got to buy the cartridges to put in it. It's crazy. We're in the wrong business, Doug. Let's start. We're doing in the that. business of helping people. <laughs> let's start doing that. <laughs> well, let's roll. Keep rolling. Maybe, maybe we'll just go next level and just start selling cigarettes. Let's do it. I'm going to put up. Yeah. We're going to turn into a. Um, what a, a growing facility here with yeah, with a uh, boutique cigarette yeah facility yeah super super the smokatorium uh, the smokatorium come on in have a smoke Zizaz yeah cigs yeah come on in have a cig Zizaz fancy cigs which first one first one's free did you ever smoke no I yeah. mean I've smoked you, cigarettes but I don't yeah. I never was like a consistent cigarette smoker did you enjoy it when you tried uh, it no I didn't horrible. Horrible. It. I don't understand. Like, at what point is someone like, hmm? I mean, how do you get through the first one and think I'm gonna fight for another one? <laughs> I don't crazy. know. I don't know. So bad. I instantly felt horrible. It's so bad. And then the next day, I could, like, it smelled like a cat crapped in my mouth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so horrible. bad. So bad. <laughs> oh. Well, let's keep going on the nutrition thing because that can be a hot topic. Um and. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to one of our members a little while ago and we haven't done a nutrition challenge here in a long time. Uh, we did the 800 gram challenge last, last year, about a year ago. That's 800 grams of sugar in a day. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Just have your two Check. liter Coke. Um, and that's cool. Cause it's like Eva Claire Sinskowski's thing where it's like 800 grams of fruits and vegetables. And, um, you know, so that, that can be like kind of a cool approach to it. Uh, but it sort of fell flat on our community. There was a lot of stuff going on at the gym and just like in my life. So, you know, pushing out, educating people, that was largely probably the issue, but we haven't done one in a long time. And the real reason why I resist it, it's, it's coming from me is you remember the days where we used to do these and you know, you start week one and people are all excited about a, a paleo's challenge or zone challenge or whatever. But by the middle of week one, People were already planning like what they were going to eat yeah. on the final day. And I was like, ah, this just isn't what it's a, 
about? Like, yeah, it's not really the point. <laughs> right. And it started to kind of drive me a little bit nutty. And people would see some really good results and learn some things, but inevitably they would fall off the wagon because most of these things, in my opinion, um, are largely unsustainable. So when you talk to people about zone, macros, paleo, keto, vegan, vegetarian, like I, I, you name it, whatever, yeah. anything under the sun, yeah. if it's not sustainable, it's not going to work long term. Yeah, they're pretty tough. To, some of those are really hard to sustain. Like, I don't know. I know people who do it, but, like, I don't know how you eat keto forever. Yeah. It's brutal. You're in. You're dedicated, you know. And maybe it's because they believe in it that much. But, you know, I've also heard and, and learned some things along the way, too. Especially, like, so let's go not just health, right, but body comp. Let's talk about, like, specifically body comp and losing body weight or body fat. Really, at the end of the day, it is going to boil down to a calories in versus calories out issue. It's sort of like, you know, I think and that's where people get lost in the weeds is it's it's like, oh, paleo is amazing for me or uh, vegan is amazing for me. It's like, well, what were you doing before you started that? Mm -hmm. And then if you look at like your caloric intake versus that, it could be wildly different. I wonder... Is it, uh, you know, because we talk about exercise a lot here and how people, like, can't do what's best for them or, like, they... Oh, yeah. You know, like, is it is do we have the same problem? Like, I'm all in. I'm paleo guy for 12 weeks, and then as soon as I'm not paleo guy, I'm just, like, completely off the wagon and eat whatever I want. Or it's, like, I exercise real hard, and then I eat two pounds of bacon. Mm. I think it's different. Like the exercise thing, I think there's more of, at least in my experience, I think there's sort of more of this like identity to it, right? Sure. And like the harder I work, and like, you know, I feel good about myself and da-da-da. Like, you know, it's it's easier to show up for the hour than it is for the other 23 to be on it. Where the nutrition side, I think there's more like, I think there's way more emotional stuff tied to it. Sure. And then you start thinking about sustainability and... I get it. Like at the end of the day, there's sometimes where, you know, like I just want to have some kind of like delicious, cozy meal. Cause I feel like I earned it after a hard day. Yeah. You know? And so I think there's more to it than that. Um, but I think I heard a really interesting thing on another podcast. I think it was like one of those Peter Atia things. It was a really s- quick snippet. Um, but he was talking to a guy, I think he was a nutritionist. And he was saying that they found with some of the research that they've done that when they work with people and they completely eliminate things from their diet, it's actually less helpful because they end up thinking, okay, well, I'm not allowed to at all have this thing, whatever, ice cream, beans, peanut butter, whatever. Whatever. So then if they do you know, quote unquote, give in to that. Then they're just like, screw it. I'm all in. I had one bite. Might as well have the whole Ben and Jerry's container. I felt that way when I did, especially when I did, uh, like keto. So I probably Mm -hmm. did that for, yeah, you were eating cucumbers or or something like that. And it was kind of hard for me to get into, but then once that I was doing it, uh, I definitely liked that I was in. So yeah, in. And so, you must be doing well if you're in. And then as soon as I was out, I was like, Oh geez. Like we're way out. Like we're out, you know, like either that day, well, I'm out. I may as well just eat whatever I want and I can start again tomorrow. 
or it's going to take me three days to get back in. Yep. So screw it. Like that's, yeah, yeah. I'm just done. Yeah. And so I think like his point was, I think exactly that is, so then the compliance becomes really difficult where instead of just completely eliminating something or multiple things, it's like, no, I'm actually not going to eliminate anything. It's just that I'm going to choose to eat quantities of these things versus this thing. And I'll still have that in my diet, Yeah, but it's just going to be at a smaller amount. What do you think? Um, what do you think of like the standards that our community has for body composition. Oh, like, like BMI or like, uh, like body fat, like, like average like body what fat. You, like what, uh, like uh, I'm a middle-aged guy and oh I'm in the CrossFit community and oh. I see all these people that look like this and what should I like, man, if I don't look like that, then I'm like, uh, you know, a slob. I think I know. What, yeah. I think I see where you're coming from. Like, so like if you're average Joe CrossFit guy or like functional fitness guy, whatever, you're working out in the gym, you're taking care of yourself, but then you see bro, like totally shredded. Yeah. Like, should I look like that? Do I need to look like that? Yeah. Like, am I not healthy unless I look like that? You know, like, yeah, like that dude's shredded and I don't know anything about their diet. They're just some dude on Instagram. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I make these inferences like they must do this, this and this. Yeah. Or I bet that they don't eat this. Or I bet that they eat a lot of this. There's a lot of things that go into that. Right. I think like sometimes, and you could relate this to the really like the CrossFit world. When you think about an elite CrossFit competitor, you know, their life legitimately revolves around that. Yeah. So not just what they eat, but how much they sleep and how much recovery they have, how much outside stressors are coming in. And now compare that to like, um, you, for example, right? Sure. Your job, is it stressful? Yes. Yeah, super stressful. Do you feel like you have, um, I would say, most days versus not, do you feel like you're super well-rested or could use some more rest? I could use some more rest. Yeah, there you go, right? Okay, yeah. so suddenly it's like those two things are against you. How are you over 40, Doug? I am over 40. Yeah, you're over 40. So it's like all of a sudden you've got these three things stacked, sort of not in your favor, right? Yes. A couple of those things we can control. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to look at, you know, Johnny CrossFit guy that's 22 years old and, um, he lives in the gym. He's a trainer there and he's competing to go to whatever. And has like worked his work schedule around like, Hey, I just want to have a job that I have to work these hours because I have to train or I have to sleep. Totally. And then when he's not, he's like at the beach surfing and walking his dog and feeding his puppies the most stream. Or I don't want streaming services. I'll just, I will need to save that money so that I can like have a gym membership yeah. or whatever. Doesn't have a wife, doesn't have to think about the kids, um, dogs, like save money for my subs. Yeah. Right. Like those are way different life experiences and circumstances. So I think it's easy to do that. And even I could fall into this category of like, Hey, you know, I do work hard. I do eat well. I definitely don't weigh and measure. I could eat much better, but like genetically I'm just kind of lean. Yeah. You know, so if yeah. I post a picture of me on Instagram with my shirt off, like, guess what? I'm like, I'm just genetically predisposed to be leaned. You, yeah. not as much. Not as much. And so I think that that's, that's a great question because I would worry less about like, yes, we all want to look good in the mirror, right? We all care about that. But I would argue, especially like two guys like you and I, really similar life circumstances, yeah. right? Yeah. Probably one of the best things that you guys could do if you were interested in that. Just go get a DEXA scan and see where you are. Yeah, sure. What's your body fat percentage? What's your lean muscle mass? 
Um, go get some blood panels and find out what's your cholesterol, HDLs, LDLs, yep. where are your blood markers, what's your resting heart rate. Yep. I would completely ignore BMI because I think it's absolute garbage for Especially some people. Especially if you're lifting weights. Yeah. So like look at those things. And then if we look at Doug and I, again, this is hypothetical, to I would say somewhat different body types, oh, yeah. right? Different workloads with training, yep. but both of us pretty consistent. Um but both have some stress in our lives, same age, da, da, da. But like, even though our body composition on the outside might look a little bit different, if all the stuff under the hood is pretty dialed, now we're cooking. Yeah, so more more like health marker based. Totally. Yeah. And I think, I think that that comes much more easily with a sustainable nutrition approach than body comp. Yes, I think that in order for me to look like you, I got to do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Like you, your diet's going to be not fun. Not, not enjoyable for me. And you can't do it when you're 60. Yeah. And I'm going to look like that for like a week. Yeah. You know, until I go back to some, some sort of normal eating for yeah. me Yeah. or sustainable eating for me. Same, same thing. Like for me, if I try to gain weight, yes. right. You try to like put a ton of size on me, like muscle mass. Yeah. I could do that. And guess what? A week later, it's off. As soon as you stop like, yeah. drinking the 3,000 calorie shakes, it just disappears, yeah, right? Yeah, gone. So yeah. that's where I like, I really, I still really think, you know, like one of the things that CrossFit presented from day one, I honestly think their nutrition protocol is probably like the best, easiest to follow Eat meats and vegetables, nuts it's and seeds, some fruit, little man. starch, dough, sugar. Yeah. Enough, but not too much. That's it. Like, I really think if people read that and took that seriously. Yep. If it's not those things. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Like, that would be life changing for a lot of people. Yeah. And so when I look at, when I look at all the diets, I look at all the stuff out there. I think that that to me and this maybe is coming from a biased position because I, you know, I was in that, that atmosphere for so long, but that to me is the most simple, most effective approach that you could have to nutrition. And I'm not saying that that's going to like lead you to these high level elite performance, or you're going to be able to stand on a stage in a bikini and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so confident. Yes. But for you to be like really healthy and a high performer, you got it. You got it. Right. Like, uh, I I think you've said this and I say this at those seminars, like, Hey, if you're, if you do that, that recommendation and you eat enough, but not too much. And you figure that out by, you know, how much you weigh and how you feel and how you yeah. perform. Or like hand eye method. Yeah. Like if you do that and you, if you really, really do it for eight to 10 weeks and you don't see any type of results, like some, I feel like something's wrong. Totally. You know, like something else is playing against you and you, but uh, like, I would go get checked out. Like, Hey, yeah, yeah. my body fat is 35% or 40%. And you know, I feel pretty deconditioned and you went and ate that way. Meats, veggies, nuts, seeds, some fruit, starch, yeah. no sugar. Worked out three times a week. Worked out three times a week. Like figured out how much was enough, but not too much. Yeah. And you did that for 10 weeks and you didn't see some result. I feel like something's yeah, maybe there's like a thyroid maybe there's issue a thyroid thing or a hormonal or thing. Else going on. Yeah. But it is magic, I think. I do too. And it's like I appreciate the approach mostly because it's sustainable. 
Yeah. And it's just like, hey, it's kind of common sense. It's like it's real food. It's not boxed. It's not processed. And I get it. Like, I, I just walked in with a Cliff Bar, right? But, like, the reason why I'm comfortable with that and not eliminating that is, like, here is my – I'll give you my meal today. And this is an example of how I don't eat enough, mm-hmm. right? Um, breakfast, I had three eggs and probably about a cup, I would say, of sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. That was at breakfast and a coffee, and I put some – um, Bub's natural protein in it. Mm-hmm. That was my breakfast. Um, did a pretty long, just like zone two E type workout today. Had that stuff, uh, cause it was Costco on sale. Mush, the oats. Oh, yeah. It's like overnight oats. Yeah. Overnight oats. Had that. And then not as stoked on this, but I had it cause I was on the run. A perfect bar. Cause I was hungry. Yeah. So that, that's like not enough. Yep. And then lunch, I had kind of an open face sandwich, one slice of bread, and then I had, you know, like lunch meat, some lettuce, cucumbers, um, and then I had an apple and uh, like some like a handful of those like nibbler pretzels, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was lunch. And then I've got a cliff bar because I'm gonna be here for class. And then dinner, I'll have a larger meal, mm-hmm. right? But like I'm not not perfect, right? But like if I could do that better, I wouldn't be having any bars and they would be fruits and vegetables. And, but like all in all, the rest of my day is surrounded by pretty much real food. And, um, I think this is true too. And I I try to encourage people with this, that the fact that you're even thinking about what you're eating, Mm. you know, yeah, like puts you somewhere near the top of nutrition. Weird, right? Yeah. Cause it's like, so I, true, I would though. imagine that if, if, uh, I'm not a bagging on like McDonald's or Wendy's or any fast food place, right, but. but my guess would be that if you could candidly interview people who are going through the line there, that they would be like, yeah, I'm eating McDonald's cause I eat McDonald's. What do yeah, you, or like, just like, I'm hungry, like, right? I'm hungry. Yes. Yeah, what like else am I going to eat for lunch? I don't to understand lunch. what the difference is. <laughs> Right. Whereas I think most people listening to this, you or I would be like, yeah, I might like, let's say we're driving across the country and there's nowhere to eat and I got to eat something. And the only places there is McDonald's and there's no place for 200 miles. Yeah. I'm stopping. I'm going to stop and eat. I'd be like, this is not ideal. Yeah. Right. But if I'm rolling through town and I see like a McDonald's or a grocery store or a Whole Foods. Yeah. I'm going to roll into that instead. Right. Right. Like, are you at least going to have the thought like, yeah. Maybe I should stop at the grocery store and get something a little bit different than that. I yeah. think a lot of people don't even think that. That's, they don't even have that point. Notion. They don't even have like the the thought. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't even think like, wait a second, you exercise on a daily basis? Something? You like go for a walk? Yeah. I think a lot of people in the world don't even think about that. That's weird. Well, yeah, I went to work and then <laughs> yeah. I came home. That's weird. And then me. I ate dinner. And uh, then I went to work and then I came home. Wow. Yeah. I think, I think most right. people don't even think about that stuff. So the fact right. you're even thinking about what you're putting in your face. Yeah. Is a big deal. Yeah. So I would say if you guys are trying to figure that out, like how to get started on that, what's that look like? Really easy way to kind of do it is just keep like a, it sounds fancy, but like a food log, right? Just write down. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on a piece of graph paper. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just write down what you eat in a day for a week. And you might be surprised at either how little or how much or how much time is in between. Yeah. Or 
how good or how bad it could be. And all that does is just gives you a baseline. And you can be like, oh, then I can pay attention to it. And I can start to make these small changes, not eliminating any one thing entirely, but like, hey, maybe I'll try to do, uh, like make my breakfast every morning. And I would make a plug for just starting something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like a researcher. I'm a sustainable guy, though. You know? Like, like don't jump into the vegan world tomorrow. But But I also think, like, you know, if you think, well, I I can't start until I know exactly what my body fat percentage is. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Right? (laughs) Like, well, and I can't get into the university to get my bod pod test done for another six yeah. weeks so well, maybe i'll start in seven weeks yeah man i'll just keep eating better i'll just keep then. doing whatever i want <laughs> so you can make some sort of adjustment every day if you want to yeah and it can be small but no that's great well hey um kind of a shorter podcast for you guys today i gotta go teach class and at some point stuff my face with that cliff bar but uh <laughs> but yeah if you guys do have questions on anything like that nutrition sometimes it can be a bit of a get lost in the weeds thing, but I do think sustainability is like a big one. And like Doug said, even, you know, you don't have to have your stuff figured out to, uh, to get started on something. So if you have questions, let us know, leave us a review. Um, Doug, any license plates recently? Any good ones? Uh, I saw one today that was like all zeros hmm. or I O's. I don't means. know which one it was. I don't know what the difference on our yeah. license between a zero and an O is. Yeah. It was just like eight O's. I saw one that said rock star. I was like, wow. Stop. Bold. Rock star. Better than you. Yeah. I was in a pickup truck. Rock star. And then I saw another one that was like uh, on a very, very nice car. Like, but I forget what it was. It was something about like, uh, I think it said like clockworks or something like that. And I was like, hmm. I don't know what that is, but I have a feeling that has something to do with your business that you've done very well on. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or you just spend money really poorly. <laughs> But your choice. <laughs> um, we'll keep your eye out for license plates. Let us know if you see any good ones. Uh, leave us a re- re- review. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>